All right, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Bookwormies. As always, I'm your host, Aaron Helton, here to take you down the road to nonfiction books. Today, we're going to be looking a little bit into the past at a book from 2003 and a little bit of my own struggles with setting boundaries. So the book we're looking at today is called Nasty People, How to Stop Being Hurt by Them Without Stooping to Their Level by Jay Carter with a side D. So we all know nasty people, right? We all know somebody or we've all been that person that has invalidated somebody in the past. We've all also been victims of nasty behaviors. Now, as always, there's a disclaimer of when I say the word victim in this book, we talk about invalidators. So those that have nasty behavior and basically put others down with behaviors that are simply inappropriate and then victims. Victim is not referring to like highly traumatic situations. and I don't want to talk into that field. It is not my expertise. This book simply talks about basically interactions with individuals that invalidate you and then you as the victim, how to set those boundaries and how to basically fight back against those behaviors or what to do to get yourself out of those situations. So this book was from, as I mentioned, 2003. It's a very quick read, 100 pages. So for me, it's a quick one day's read, four or five hours, right? And I needed this book. When I was starting my coaching, when I was talking with my boss, the one who actually recommended it to me, I was struggling. We were having our check-ins as I was adjusting to a new city, a new way of life, all sorts of different things. And we talked a lot about my struggles, not only in the past, but in the present at that time. And, you know, some days now in the present, as I speak to you about this and record this, you know, sometimes I still struggle with these boundaries or with being faced with invalidating behavior. And I fall back on old habits, which is to basically show my underbelly like an animal and just to submit and let whatever's going on go on. And that's not courageous. That's not leadership. That's not strong. It's tough to stand against invalidators that make you feel small because when you feel small, it's all the harder to feel strong and big and capable and empowered. But I loved this book because basically it explores the mechanisms of that invalidation. It talks a little bit about why are you an invalidator? You know, what happened? You know, why are you nasty towards others? And basically it says, Hey, you know, sometimes it's a cycle. Somebody invalidated you and took your power away. So you become an invalidator and take somebody else's power away so that you can feel better. We're all familiar with that cycle and it's nasty. So the victims, those that become invalidated, it's unfortunately and it's unfairly their job to break that cycle. As we've seen in many media and many situations, the underdog sometimes needs to step up in order to create a break in that cycle. So let's talk about some of the specifics. For me, I want to talk a little bit about my ASD diagnosis and how a lot of times invalidation for me or being the victim of invalidation came from me believing things at face value, me being very trusting. And I want to say that there's nothing inherently wrong with having trust for other people. I think that's absolutely necessary for the world to run. You know, if everybody distrusted every single other person, there would be no interdependence. There would just be independence and it would be just, I would never need another person. And that just seems very sad and isolating to me. So that gullibleness, 
that sense of trust, I was definitely taken advantage of quite a bit in my past. And when you learn to set those boundaries, sometimes you flip to the other side and you become an invalidator or you push too hard in setting boundaries. And that is probably the biggest fear that I had in learning to set boundaries and stop being a people pleaser. That was definitely my hardest hurdle. So those who read this book and want to start setting boundaries and breaking that cycle, it's a long, difficult road and you will slip up. That's simply par for the course. But yeah, let's talk about it. Ultimately, as I mentioned, this book is a very quick read. And so it talks a lot about self-doubt and a little bit about chemical imbalances and personality disorders. Again, the person that wrote this, Jay Carter, is a PsyD. I believe PsyD is a PhD, but specific in psychological application, I believe. I may be mistaken on that, so grain of salt, please. It talks about the archetype of an invalidator, and it talks a little bit about like what the most obvious personality of the invalidator is, and then some of the less obvious personalities. So an invalidator, we think of, okay, you put somebody down, then you're critical of them, you're name-calling, etc., Some of the less obvious versions might be, oh, they're bringing up the past or they're saying uh, what might be called a neg, which is a kind of a backhanded compliment. Like, oh, you know, I love your makeup. I just wish it went with your face or something. And you just go, that didn't feel very great. That's a, a less obvious form of invalidation. And of course, the least obvious one, it says right here, page 35, in their least obvious personality, the invalidator appears to be your good buddy. They always have some negative thing to tell you, quote unquote, in good faith. They love to be, quote, honest and truthful, quote unquote. And of course, that is a sarcastic quoting in the sense of, hey, I'm just telling you this because I'm your friend, but really it's just putting you down and it's not great. It's still invalidation at its core. Of course, we also go on to talk a little bit about the victims and how there's still that, I suppose, trauma response to, again, varying degrees. And I'm not speaking of abuse or anything like that. That's simply outside my expertise. But talking about victims where there's safety in the familiarity of, well, I mean, all they're doing is putting me down. It could be worse. And it goes, ah, it's a difficult situation to be in. It is because it's familiar, but it's still painful. It's still hurting you. It's still invalidation. And I personally would implore you to seek help and get a group together that you can lean on to feel supported in order to maybe break those cycles. Again, outside of my expertise, but that is a regurgitation, I suppose, of some common suggestions. So that said, on nasty people talking about the victims, really the main theme out of this book that I want to talk about is on page 18. So there's a little comic. So a theme in this book is that there's all these little cartoons and there's just really like cute and kind of yucky characters at times, just kind of very dramatized. Page 18, there's this quote unquote master and it's this older character in a wizard's robe and they have this stick they have. And there's this confused individual sitting at the table with a cup of tea right in front of them. So basically the master says, hey, this is your lesson for today. If you pick up this tea, I'll hit you with the stick. And if you don't pick up this cup of tea, I'll hit you with the stick. And so in the book, this is the lesson that stood out to me the most. Basically, you have that question. There are two answers that will solve the problem. One is a good answer because it solves the problem while still maintaining a relationship with the master. The answer is you take the stick away because so many people hear that and they hear, if you drink this tea, you're going to get whacked. If you don't drink this tea, you're going to get whacked. And people say, oh, well, might as well drink the tea. I get something out of it, right? But no, you take away the stick. 
You have a third choice. You have an option that's outside of what you were thinking. The other answer, Jay Carter writes, is to walk away. This answer solves the problem but cuts off further interaction with the master. So ultimately, this lesson hit me so hard because for a long time, binary choices were my normal. It was, I have to act this way or I get isolated or ostracized or invalidated. I have to stay or it's going to be much worse. And changing my belief to becoming, there's going to be a third option somehow. How do I take away the stick? Because sometimes I'm both the person drinking the tea and the master. And so sometimes I'm invalidating myself in my decisions. I guess that takes this theme of the book a little further. But when dealing with other nasty people, because that is the first step when we think about nasty people, we tend to think about others and those that wrong us. It's how can I take away the stick? How do I turn what I believe is a binary choice? I have to do this or this consequence. How do I turn that into a what's the third option? What else can I do? What else can I try? And that was one of the biggest lessons I got from this book. And I would definitely recommend it. Even 20 years old of a book, it is still incredible to me that it is this impactful. So I would definitely recommend this book for anybody who is a people pleaser and wants to learn to better set boundaries, to better have habits that they can try towards setting those boundaries or reducing that people pleasing. Anybody that relates to the victim as far as the definition in this book, which is those that become invalidated. Again, you know, I'm not saying victim in the sense of trauma. That is a separate thing, but maybe this book would help as well. I also want to recommend this book to those who want to set those boundaries and also to invalidators. If you feel that you have wronged somebody or somebody has told you, man, you invalidate my feelings sometimes thinking, hey, you know, what are the behaviors? What are the thoughts? What is the motivator that I have that's causing me to harm other people in this way or belittle others? I would recommend you pick up this book so that you could understand the impact you have on others. And then also to see some of the behaviors that might be harmful and how you could change those. I, as always, thank you for stopping by on another journey into nonfiction, checking out this book. And as always, I'm your host, Aaron Helton, and I'll uh, see you next time. Thank you again. Bye. to this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. 
For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Algebra Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.